Welcome to Old Men Play, an actual play podcast of the different genres of role-playing we play. You all know each other previously. It's not much of a stretch. You obviously could come up with your own stories, but Shash Elian's a, a ranger and we Rab is a, a druid, so they probably met in a forest somewhere. <laughs> Sengo is a, a good barbarian. He uh, He's a folk hero and he trained a bunch of peasants to fight against an evil lord. You came upon him as he was on his knees fighting to the last with a bunch of peasants with pitchforks. Um, Are we from like a city or something? You from wherever the hell you want yeah, to be, to be honest. Where do we know each other from? Did we meet in a city or in a in a... Because I'm we, like we've crossed city. paths on some of our many adventures. Yeah, yeah that was the idea. Yeah, you've crossed paths, and for whatever reason, you've decided to band together in some kind of mad adventuring party. You meet in a tavern. When we yes, met. yes. There was alcohol involved. Enough said. I drink many alcohols. Oh no! Are you gonna be a dodgy Russian accented half? I am. Go- I am going to be Russian. Oh, Jesus. Basically, he's a Russian mobster. <laughs> oh, Christ. <laughs> we are going to get banned again. Yeah. This is not going to last. Right, so what happens is uh, you, you've met up together, you've decided to travel to the Sword Mountains, and you're headed to the small mining town of Fandolin. If you imagine the Wild West, Fandolin is the Wild West town. On the Sword Coast. Nestled in the rocky foothills of the snow-capped Sword Mountains is the mining town of Fandolin, which consists of 40 or 50 simple log buildings. Crumbling stone ruins surround the newer houses and shops, showing how this must have been a much larger town in centuries past. Fandolin's residents are are quiet, hard-working folk who come from distant cities to eke out a life amid the harsh wilderness. They are farmers, stonecutters and blacksmiths, traders, prospectors and children. The town has no walls and no garrison, but most of the adults keep weapons within easy reach in case the need for arms should arise. Visitors are welcome here, particularly if they have coin to spend or news to share. The Stonehill Inn at the centre of town offers modest, modest lodgings and meals. A couple of doors down from the inn, posted outside the town master's hall, is a job board for adventurers. So what you see as you come into town is... There's a map of the town as we come into town. As you come into town. There's one of those big boards, you know, those big signposts with a map on, you are here. You are here. Yeah. So as you come in from the map... The the Trebor Trail. I've heard that's a mint trail. Oh, I like this guy. (laughs) So as you approach town, walking together, the Stonehill Inn is the large building in the centre of town. To the left of it, in the town square, you see... A rough cairn of stones built up, and inside is a small shrine to the goddess of fortune, to the, the shrine of luck. Oh, uh, a Timora shrine. Yes. You see, the, the blacksmith has signs up, uh, swords sharpened, armour repaired, shoes and tack mended, weapons silvered, 100 GP, next day delivery guaranteed. <laughs> Prime. Yes. <laughs> I so, will head over to the Timora shrine. Right, it's just a small, simple shrine built of stones with a small, crude altar in the centre of it. I will do the correct obeisances to a shrine of Timora. So you abase yourself and uh, wish that you get good luck. As you approach the job board, you see that there are three 
not pinned to the, the board. Dwarven Excavation, Norman Garden, Umbridge Hill. Yes. So those are the three pieces of paper that flutter in the wind as you walk past the job board, which is placed conveniently on the tribal trail so that all the people that come in have to see it. The, the written on parchment and the sort of crudely tacked with some uh, crude iron nails to the, the job board. Is there, is there like an order that we should do them in? Because if you look the Dwarven Excavation, we've got to go and warn them that there's a dragon knocking about. But if you look in the Norman Guard one, we can, if we go and help the gnomes, we'll get something that or information that might help us defeat the dragon. And then if you look at the Umbridge Hill, it's a midwife on her own, delivering children. I don't know how she's on her own. And the dragon sightings have become common. We only get 25 JP for that. But if you go there, we could do it that one. Then Norman got then to off an excavation. I agree. And then obviously, as we go through that, it's like systematic and we can get like more information and more understanding, more more like XP to go to the dwarfs because we might have to fight the dragon with the dwarfs. Silky hair, Sounds good. Silky hair, make good point. We go to Umbridge. Uh, just as you're reading this board, there's a, a clack clack noise as a small child is batting a, a hoop down the street with a stick. The hoop runs into Sengo's leg. Uh, the small child runs up, looks up, catches sight of your dark skin and your silky white hair. So it goes, <gasps> Sorry, mister. Looks quite shocked. Sango picks up the whale and throws it in the air and does a little trick with it and winks at the kid just to reassure him that he's not dangerous. All right, well, give me a performance check then. Oh, 20. 20. Wow, okay. So you perform an amazing feat of legerdemain. <laughs> nice. The small child sort of, its eyes go wide and goes, Ooh, wow, thanks, mister. You'll have to show me how to do that when I get big. Sango pats him on the head, winks at him and sends him on his way. He runs off to tell his mum. He's like, mum, mum, there's a, a group of strange adventurers. They don't get any stranger than this lot, believe me. Right. That, that is racist. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I wish to do the I wish to do the dungeons. You see people walking about the town, but there's not many of them, and they are casting strange glances. Craig, your character has a problem with daylight, so you. I always to... imagine my character wears a hood anyway. So you've got a hood shielding your eyes from the bright sun. Is there anything anybody wants to do? I mean, the plan was to go into town and head to the Stonehill Inn. Kalash, go to pub. I'll start heading towards the inn. Well, it's not far. It's only yeah uh, because you you're already getting to the shrine. So you're heading at the pub. It's a decent looking two story pub. As we I'm walking in the pub, can I look around the door frame to see if there's any thieves, Mark? You certainly can. Give me a perception roll. Let's get the parlance right. Can I have a perception check, please? You can tell we've just started playing your system. It's as not ev doing it. Everybody's, oh, wait, no, there it is. As everybody tries nope. to find where the buttons are. Advantage. Oh, nice. Uh, there is a, a, a mark, but it is quite faint. Normally you'll have, like, easy mark or a good place for begging or anything like that. It's just a kind of mark to say there is a presence in town, but it's not at this building. It, All right. It's a, like a small... This is someone's territory. Yeah. I will push the door open and try not to look like a massively oversized, hulking, intimidating figure in the doorway as the light streams in behind. 
Right. Oh, sadly, you fail. You look awesome because you're ripped with your 15 strength and your 15 dex. Just as you try to look inconspicuous, you push the door open, and just at that moment, there's a gust of wind that like ruffles your hair in just the right way, where it sort of swirls up behind you. Shows all the earrings and that. Yeah. I mean, nose piercings. The, the L'Oreal. Yeah, come over, bastard. Yeah. Right. Sorry. What was that, Craig? The L'Oreal look. Yeah. Yeah. The L'Oreal look. So uh, everybody stops and stares at you all as as you enter the inn. I'll stare at all of them. Right. Again, I think I'll reassure them that we mean them no harm. Right, there's a few intakes of breath, and people try to look pointedly at the beer. Dave, you've been awfully quiet. What are you doing? Because you've, you've checked the job board. You've seen um, Sengos do this with a child. I'm just keeping a low profile. Just watching. The oh, are, are you going to be an edgelord? Are you just call me Strider. <laughs> <laughs> the Stone Hill is a modest two-story roadhouse. Uh, it has a sign up with chalk written on it, which says uh, six rooms available. And it also underneath that, it says a bed for the night is five silver, while a meal is one silver. They do a variety of uh, small frontier towns like steak and ale pie, stew, uh, fox, that kind of stuff. Do you yourself borscht? Standing behind the bar is a short, balding man with a bushy beard. He's doing the thing that barmen do everywhere. He's standing there with the glasses. He slowly polishes the glasses as you come in. Rule 17 of roleplay games on Forgotten Realms states that all barmans are retired adventurers and usually fighters. Do not mess with the bar. <laughs> I used to be a fighter like you, and then I took an arrow to the knee. He and then says, I got a cure eight wounds, and I'm fine now. He says, Oi, oh, coming in there. I, I be to- <laughs> Tolbin Stonehill. It's uh, this is my place, the Stonehill Inn. It's lovely to speak to you guys. Come on in, have a drink. Would you like anything <clears> to eat? You look like you've travelled far. I will have pie, and I will have a uh, drink of ale and drink of your best. Hi, he says I've got. Uh, that's not a problem. Uh, is, there, is there anything I can get you, gentlemen? Fox, now please. He says, okay, it's a bit of an acquired taste. I, I, I'm not going to lie to you. It's only on the menu because one of them got accidentally run over by one of the mail carts the other day. Then I shall have pie. <laughs> <laughs> he says, but you know what it's like out in the wild here, waste not, want not. Uh, he says, hey, Bessie, uh, we'll have two two pies. Uh, what about you? Uh, he looks down um, and he says, we rab. And he says, uh, not to be indelicate, uh, young master, but we're... Uh, we cater to all races here. He says if you go along the bar a bit, then there's a, like steps raised up and the bar's lowered at one end. Obviously, it's like for dwarf and gnome <laughs> sizes. He says, uh, not being to be in something to you, sir, but if you'd care to move along, we have a special area for uh, the uh, shorter folk to be able to uh, get served properly. Mm. And you, you don't have to. <laughs> you can just stand there and like just an arm comes up over the bar I'll, and then I'll, a pint disappears. Away. I look around for the heaviest chair there is, or table, and drag it, screech it across the floor, right beside the bar, and climb on top of it. Right, so this, it's, all you hear is... I'll not... St- I'm just now sitting at the bar, staring at the back of the bar. The barman stops polishing his cup, but he still looks kind of embarrassed and watches as you slowly... In fact, it goes on for too long. You slowly drag... <laughs> <laughs> everybody's like stops and watches it and like the whole all the patrons turn and look over the course of 30 seconds he drags this still to the bar 
then climbs up. Then he resumes his claim. He's like, oh, what can I get you, sir? Beer. A beer. Aye, aye. Beer's all round. And, and uh, a shot for my uh, my large friend here. Aye. And what about you there? Uh, uh, I almost didn't see you there. You looked like you were hiding in the shadows there, not wanting to be disturbed, eh? Aye, well, I'll have a stew and a pint of good ale, please. Since there were two hobbits in here earlier on, they were looking for somewhere like you. I'll catch up with them. <laughs> right, so he takes your orders, he, give, he brings you the food and the beer. I will smash the drink back, um, the, the spirit back, and then start eating me pie and drink. Gah! It is good. It is actually very good. The food is brought out piping hot and it's extremely tasty and it's good value. Dave lurks over in the corner next to the uh, umbrella stand in the shadows, like behind the court rack. Shh, you can't see me. Craig's background is a 4K or so. Common folk, he doesn't set them off too much, which is the reason that they're not all going, uh, oh, it's a bloody drow. Go, uh, go and get the torches and the pitchforks. We're going to have a burning. <laughs> He's got this sort of aura about it where the common man takes a liking to him. So these these quest papers, did you grab the papers and pull them off the boards? Did you just read them or pulled them oh, off, didn't we? Well, I would have taken them off. There's absolutely no way that I would have left them up there because that We don't want common. anybody else bringing them in. Plotting I agree with Sengo that Umbridge Hill's probably a good place to start. The barman says, Oh, I see you're uh, you'll be having a look at the, the job board there. He says, uh I can I can tell you where they are. They're they're down the trail there. You stay on the trail. You go past Stumbridge Hill, and then you come to a Y-shaped fork. And if you want to turn left, then you can that'll take you up to the dwarves. And if you want to turn right, that'll take you down the gnomes. That's very handy, da. He says, but you can't miss it. You the trail leads right past Stumbridge Hill because it's the old windmill, you see, and it blew the roof off ten years ago. But. Uh, the, the young lassie out there, I mean, some people call her a witch, but I mean, she looks after her herbal medicines and she makes her potions and she tinctures and things and sells them in town. Da. <laughs> okay. okay. What's this about dragon? He says, yeah, the um, people be saying they've seen a dragon flying about. I mean, it's not the first time. We, I mean, with the sword coast, there's bloody dragons flying left, right and centre. You know, you, you can't go across the road. Sometimes you see a bloody dragon. They're not unheard of. Has there been any attacks? Has there been any sort of like violence as a result of it, or is it just sighting? No, no, it's just sightings. I mean, about forty years ago, we uh, we had problems with another dragon, a, a big green bugger, it were. Um, uh, that were around the time when there was a load of uh, goblins and bugbears and things like that. They had a, a camp nearby, and they were attacking all the people on the roads. He says, but yeah, basically, we, if there's a dragon flying about, we need all of the uh, the locals to be warned or brought back to safety in the town. I mean. The uh, the midwife, she's the only she's the only bloody alien we've got in town, isn't she? Very well. We will go and get this witch woman from her windmill. If you if you go to the gift shop, uh, we we can give you a, a map of the town, and I can uh, I can tell you where everything the is. Gift shop. <laughs> you might notice, Craig, that um, when we play, we're a bit irreverent. To say the least. Uh, he says, but uh, yeah, if you get a map of the town, I can point out. He says, uh, if you want to buy. Any provisions? We got a provisioners over here behind the inn, and if you need any weapons, we've got the lion shield caster over there, a tidy step down to the southwest uh, behind the, behind the big house. Which is it? Yeah. They do they do the weapons and the armor. 
and a blacksmith he does repairs i mean he comes in here in a friday night and he has a pint and that away from there last you know it's like who pure reward uh that'd be the town master he's, town master. he's normally at the town hall where the town hall's the uh building just south of this one the the big two-story one with the red roof right i'll reach inside me coat and get out me adventuring hat and put it and flap it and put it on me head he says uh you need to go we to- go we, we go business now and walk out i would have got a guy in the gift shop get him up not my job I'll i'm gonna go and get us more money can I have a look at the map and then copy it because I've got cartography skills? <laughs> Bath and Provisions is a general provision as it sells anything that's 25 GP or less. And it sells little fully out maps of the village of Fandolin, which you, you dutifully purchase one for a couple of coppers. Whereabouts is the headman? About the town hall? Town yeah. Master's Hall? Yeah. He said he'd be at the town hall, yeah. I, I'm going to head down to the town hall. So you head to the town hall. The town hall's locked up. Notice it's been nailed to the front door. I'll read said notice. Notice says, closed at current moment. Any job business, please report to Harbin Wester's home. I'll head to Harbin Wester's home. Well, Craig comes along with a map. It's handily marked on the little map you've got from the gift shop. Yeah. Are you all going together? Is Rab, Shashelian, Sengwa, are you all heading together? Yeah. After I finish my beer and my pie, aye. It takes some ages to drink a pint. May as well sit in it. Right. Sengo, uh, Kalaz is a quite a straightforward kind of guy, you know, and he just tends to sort of storm off. Are you all following together? Aye. Right, I'll have a walk down there with the lad. I'm just going to sort of like slowly saunter behind them, like 100 yeah. yards behind, checking out the scenery. Well, I walk slowly and in the middle of roads. In middle of road, okay? In middle of road. Shash, what are you doing? I'm following behind. Uh, and what about you, wee rab? I'm getting my bagpipes out. Right. Oh, dear God. Okay. It's a short walk to Harbin West's home. It's uh, the most opulent house in the area, but it's still quite small. I will look around the door frame for any marks. Oh, it's a crit. No, there's no marks on this door. I will knock loudly on the door. You know, dump, 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 sort of thing. A short, rotund, late middle-aged woman with white hair and a permanent <coughs> apron on answers the door and she says, Hello, my dears. Can I help you all? I look for head uh, law, town master. She says, well, you can talk to him, but you can't see him. What? See, he's got a lot himself in his room, and he he's, he keeps rambling about oh, there's a dragon going to eat him, and he's he's not coming out of his room. He says he's hiding under the bed until the dragon's gone. Oh, okay. We go talk. Thank you, little mother. I'll pat her on the shoulder and walk. Which I'll take a step into the house and then go. Which room? Huh? It's up the stairs. It's the first one. You can't miss it. It's uh. I'll, I'll stomp up the stairs. Right. What about the rest of you? They all follow oh, up. I'm not even oh, at the house. Up yeah. the stairs while I play my pipes as She says, Dearie, would you mind not playing them in here? It's um I mean it's lovely and all, but you're gonna you can't keep off the bloody town away, can you? <laughs> I'll go up the door. <laughs> I'll go up the door and give it a nice big knock. 
you know, the sort of bump, bump, and the chicks that air the frame. A gravelly voice comes from behind the door. Um, is it is it dead yet? Have you killed it? Killed what? Killed the killed the dragon. I mean, there's a bloody dragon. We are heard. It is unlikely that we will kill dragon, but we can go do job. Oh, you're right about the job board. All right. Yeah. Uh, right, it's all self-explanatory, it's on the job board. Money not enough. Uh, he says we're a poor town and that, that, that's all we can afford. Uh, obviously, uh, things have not been going great since uh, a dragon's been sighted by. You have more money when dragon gone? Uh, we might have, yeah. Duh. Post jobs there all the time, but you'll, you'll just have to come here and get paid. 30 uh, gold pieces, we go get which. 30 gold pieces? 30 gold... Cutting me bleeding throat, yeah. Says, uh... That can be arranged. I want to make a persuasion roll. Seven. So that's not even a, a normal success. So he's like... No. 20, 25, it's all we've got. I'd pay you more, but it's not coming out of my pocket. It's coming out of the town money. It's not mine. I've can got... I have a perception roll for anything that's sitting around right beside us that looks relatively expensive? Uh, it doesn't look relatively expensive. There's, a, like, a... A vase, but it looks like quite a cheap sort of not off. The house is tidy, but kind of run down, so you get the impression that if he's got money, he's not spending it on the house. It's under the bed we're in. Very well. We can, <laughs> we'd be back with which. He says, all right, I just... Uh, I need I'll, start walking, I'll just literally start walking away at this point. He says, I need, uh, I need to fill some paperwork in. Do you have, have a name for your adventure company? Just so I can do the chit and start the paperwork for you. Hello? I'll shout up the stairs. People. People. That's, that's the name of your adventuring company, the Mighty People. Grabs people. I'll look at the others as if to say, hmm? Why we the need Manglers. Name. I don't understand why we need name. He says it's bureaucracy and it? it's out of my hands, it's paperwork. You can hear, you hear me shouting it under the door. He says, I have to write something down. I've got to, I can't just give you 25 gold pieces. I've got to write a chit out and it's got to go in the uh, the books of the town hall. And we need name, yes? Yes, I need... Travelling Slayers. That's a bad name. That's a fucking mint name. That gives a bad impression. <laughs> he, says, well, he says, I'll tell you what, I'll just put, I'll put you down as interest, interested party for now and then once you come back... With a that good name we keep. With a witch. Uh, what, no, what? that good name we keep. Yeah, interesting party is a good name. Interesting party. Oh god. Okay. Uh, he says, we, <laughs> we go. We go, and I'll walk out. Farewell, peasant. What happened to you being the folk hero and helping loads of helpless peasants now? No, he's not. He's not a helpless peasant, though, is he? He's the town master. He's the exact type of person who I would militarise the peasants against. That's true. That's a point. <laughs> so fuck you and your logic. Yeah, fuck me, indeed. <laughs> uh, who got map? Me. Yes. Who, which one? Which one of us is the ranger? By the way, Rich is that Sh- Shash? Shash is the ranger. Yeah. yeah. So, um, you you basically head out out of the miners' road south. Get 
maybe half a mile outside of town and you come across you know um like a friar took type of friar he's wearing the religious robes he's got the top of his head shaved he's sitting next to a cart it's obviously got sacks of grain loaded on it and it's thrown a whale because you know the whales on a cart are quite primitive so you lift them on you put a peg in hold them it's thrown the peg and he's sort of scratching his bald pate while he looks at this cart it's pointed towards town so it looks like he was bringing some grain or something towards town I'm going to help him, Rich. Can I Can I do, like, a perception check or something to see if there's any sort of, like, danger or what sort of, like... Absolutely, that would, be, that would be a perception check. He's fat, he's sweating, he's dabbing his forehead with the sleeve of his robe. A nine. Not perfectly safe, there's nothing here. Not a problem. All right, well, I'm, got, I'm going to lift it up and hopefully you three get the message and stick the wheel back on for us and peg it in. As you approach, he's like, oh, brothers, oh... Oh, Timora nice. must have sent you and you and Nice, you. nice tonsure. I've thrown a wheel here. He sees you and, and then looks a, a little perturbed, but as he just catches a glance underneath your hood. Oh, if you could help me get me wheel on, that would be such a great boon. Yeah. Yeah. Right, I'll, help, I'll right. help. Okay, so wagon. basically what you can do is, in Dungeons & Dragons, there's a help action which gives you advantage. So if Craig's doing the lifting and if somebody's going to help him... You can ha- right, so you you two get under the thing. So Craig, you can make a strength roll, click the advantage button, and then make a strength roll, a strength check. Sorry. Right. Nice. So between between the two years, you you easily sort of shoulder it underneath and, and easily lifting it, lift it up, um, and then. Can I do it while shouting beefcake? Beef of course cake. you can. Beefcake. Beefcake. What about Shash and Rab? I'll put the wheel on and um, Rab can hammer the, what you call it, in. I'll headbutt the bastard in. <laughs> headbutts the, the, the pegging. Okay, so you're all quite surprised as we Rab uh, starts headbutting the the wheel pegging. The clergyman or whatever the hell he is. Uh, oh, He says, I'll I call upon Timora to, uh, to bless you all. Thank you for your help. Reaches out with his hand and he touches it and he casts aid on the party. Uh, what that does is for the next eight hours, that gives you five temporary hit points. Nice. Ooh, I will, I will doff my cap. Uh, you know me, hat, me yeah. adventuring hat. Your adventure. What kind of adventuring hat is it? It's is a it Russian a bowler hat. hat? A no, Russian it's a hat. Russian. It's a Russian hat with a red star on it. <laughs> oh, like the um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like what your dad wears. Yes, I love it. I fucking love it. Right. Yeah. Uh, so you pull it off and you cast it you feel a warm glow spread all over you and then the cart and the cleric clop off towards the village unbeknownst to you that cart was full of explosives and he detonated it in the middle of Fandolin killing everybody I'm oh, sorry <laughs> not my job not my problem what did he actually no no alright <laughs> just me I'm sorry what sort of fucking story is this I think it's worth asking him if you've seen anything on, on the road have you seen oh. dragon he says have I seen dragon uh... big thing flying <laughs> air like bird but more like lizard he says he says uh, this is the sword coast uh, but everybody knows what a dragon looks like no as I've just been in the cloister and I've been coming out and tending the gardens and we, we sat in the grain at uh, Barthens Provisions to uh, to help keep the church upright. Can I ask him about the midwife who we're going to see? We are travelling towards the midwife. Know you, Hopper? Her? Oh, yes, everybody knows uh, Adabra. I uh, knew her father. 
Agra. Agra. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tamara, bless her, she looks after the the girls in the village, and she does some herb work. She sometimes gets some of, some of, buys some of the herbs from our garden for our potions and things. She's a lovely young lass. Is she well? Ah, the last time I seen her, she was. When was the last time you saw her? Oh, several weeks ago. Okay. This is good, yeah. I don't know why I've adopted a Russian broken English. <laughs> uh, you'll tend to find that when you're playing with this group, the accents will just come and go and people will be talking. Yeah. Be like, I'll, I'll be Italian next. I'm like, when you're Russian, it's like, ah, mamma mia. <laughs> <laughs> it sort of comes and goes. I'll, I end up, always end up as Welsh anyway. Welsh anyway? Yeah, eventually it all turns to Welsh. It's all the same to me, boy. Right, we'll carry on walking. Uh, we'll let... Sash, take the lead since this is his element. I play the age old motto: a wizard's staff has a knob on the end. Rab, you are ruining any chance of surprising anybody because you're literally hearing everybody in the Sword Mountains for like three miles away. Hey, hey, yeah, but it has the bonus of scaring the shite out of everybody else who's trying to ambush us. Yeah, there is a point that if someone's walking around the sword coast playing bagpipes, they probably are as fucking nails because they're not scared of shit. Big hard bastards. I'm not fri- I'm not frightened of any dragon. <laughs> we flappy bastard, I'll head for you to death. <laughs> you proceed and eventually you catch sight in the distance the windmill. Built on the slope of an old hill is an old stone windmill surrounded by an iron fence. A large winged monster with a spiky tail is trying to knock down the windmill's front door. A woman appears in the second floor window, waves at you and says, A little help! I'll knock an arrow. You're quite stunned by this. You take the bagpipe out of your mouth and you see this great beast. It has the distorted head of a man, the body of a lion, two great wings and a long tail with spikes on the end. It only appears to have two spikes sticking out of it and the windmill has several of these long spikes sticking out of the sails and around the... The first thing you need to do is, can you give me perception rolls, please, gentlemen? You all noticed that you can distinctly see its ribs poking through its skin as if it's underfed, it looks slightly emaciated, and it's bashing on the door. You definitely hear it shouting in common, going, Open up! Open up! What do you want to do? as it bashes itself against the door in an attempt to smash it down. How, how close How close are we? Right, each one of those squares is five feet. Oh, so we're quite close. Yeah. So get can I t- shout out, like, leave this place now and there will be no trouble? You get its attention, I'll go around the side and to the rear of it. I will draw my very, very, very sharp short sword and start sloping along here using... Yeah, stealth roll to see if you can vanish into the distance. So you start moving forward. Sengo strides forward, shouting out. Kaliz gets a 13 and looks like he's attempting to hide. And what do the rest of you do? What about you, Wee Robin, Shash? I'll put my bagpipes away, I'll pull out my forward, fucking stop. quarter staff, and cast Shillelagh. Shillelagh! You have to say like <laughs> Right, what are you doing, Dave? So Moving forward. So, Sengo, you, you <laughs> cry out to the beast. Can... Beast, leave here now and no trouble will become of you. He, uh, it goes, 
no, tell her to open the door. And he swipes at the door and it leaves great ruts in the wood. Bits of old brick flake off at the sides as it beats itself mercilessly against the door. Do not want to destroy you, beast, but we will if you do not fuck off. <laughs> He's in the right group. He is in the right group, isn't he? You walk forward, make me an intimidation roll or a persuasion roll. Are you trying to be intimidating or persuasive? I'm trying to persuade it and intimidate it at the same time, but I don't want to kill it straight away because I pity the beast. It's a 12. That was a good roll, that. It's not a bad roll. What happens is it stops banging itself against the door and it half turns towards you and it says, No, you leave. Shash, well, Rab. no more warning. I take I'll this move forward. Um, come under small beasts. No, it does not come under small beasts. It's incredibly that large. That cut its fucking kneecaps off. So are we going to initiative, gentlemen? Yeah. I'm off forward and go, Hi, flappy bastard. I need a new backy pouch. <laughs> I am going to move another six. Keep that way and I'm going to stealth again since I'm on a contour of the hill I'm going yeah. to hug this contour to try and keep out of its line of sight he stands in the cow path ah fuck <laughs> as he hops up and down trying to shake cow shit off his shoes can I have a javelin strike that up you certainly can rolls 13 at manticore misses you can also move so you can move 6 squares right rather than being it. straight on I'm going to come like diagonally to the left of it Oh, I like working with this guy. He's going to make a split between the two of us, which is what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to get behind. Okay, and then if you finished your turn, we Rab McTavish. I'll move up because I'm not in range of any spells, unfortunately. Uh, six squares, is it? You can move five, I believe. There's nothing in range that I can hit with, so... Right, you throw your javelin, it sticks in the ground to the side of the manticore and misses. The manticore howls with rage and says, I'm warning you, I'm the only one who can save my kittens. And if you stand any closer, I'll fire my spikes at you. I'll put one in each eye. It's got kittens in there. Mm, that's, that's what it said. So it fires a warning shot at you, Craig. So you are impaled. Oh, it was only a warning shot? Jesus. I thought you said it was a warning shot, I know. Next time be more deadly. The spike sticks in your leg and then it moves here and it says, Come no closer. I'll not have my kittens die because of you. I don't want to kill it if it's got kittens, like, when the kittens are in there. You did notice that it looked emaciated. You can see it's rib. Ask the midwife who's hanging out the window. You could do. Shashelian, it's your turn. So you can shout up. To her. I shout, what's, what's wrong with your kittens? To the manticore. Yeah? It says, The dragon's hurt one, little grouch, and he needs healing, and she won't give me healing. Uh, we could have a word with it on your behalf. You mean the her? Yeah, we can, have, we can speak to the, to the healer on your behalf. The manticore shouts, This old woman will not give me a heal potion for my kitten. And she shouts, I'm 27. That's not old. Are you going to let him talk to me like that? I'm not a bloody old lady. Why would not you give me a healing portion, healer? She said, it's a bloody great raging monster. It's trying to kick me door in. Do you think I'm going to chuck the healing potions out the window? It's trying to kill me. Give it a healing portion at the stop. 
I tell you what, you give me a healing healing portion. I buy a healing portion from you, and I give it to the Manticore. How's that? She says, um, "All right, if you if you tell the big beastie to back off." Do you hear that, Manticore? If you back off, she'll give me the healing portion, and I'll give the healing portion to you. She says, "The fifty gold pieces, then you know." I'm sure we can kind of negotiate a lower price. Unless you just want us to walk away. Considering we're coming here to save her. Right, so the Manticore... So the Manticore moves here, away from the door. Its tail is up, and you know when like, a snake sort of vibrates? So when you've got one spike left, it's holding its tail up, and its tail shakes in the air. It says, very well. I'll move Would towards I... the door, then. Which can I have in, I don't know, would it be an int or a wisdom thing? Would I be able to heal the kitten? Depend, or would it be depending on what's wrong with it? There's no kitten there that you can see. But it was asking for a healing portion. Maybe to take with it to its nest or whatever. You're not sure? You could ask it. So right, I, I well, assume we don't need to roll initiative at the moment then because everybody's uh, like cautiously holding weapons at each other. It's a, it's a, a manticore standoff. Well, what nobody, can I con- nobody fires a tail spike until the can hits the ground. <laughs> <laughs> While they're talking, can I just keep moving along this ridge line to get right over sight to like here? Yeah, absolutely. You move around the side, and then you're out of its out of its sight and get around the back of it. I'll get to here and stay around this corner. So, Dave, you walk cautiously past this enormous beast. I mean, it's bigger than a normal lion. It's panting hard. You can see. Down that you're getting closer to it, there's like a massive claw mark all down the other side of its body. And like I said, it's looking like it hasn't uh, eaten in quite some time. She goes, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not bloody coming out the door, mind. I'll, uh, all right, I'll, uh, I'll lower it down on a, in a basket. Okie dokie. So she gets a basket, <laughs> ties some rope to it, puts a healing potion in, lowers the basket down. All right, I'll put my weapons away. Take the healing portion towards the mighty court, and uh, I'll ask him what what slashed it along the. He says, "Ah, call of the dragon. That dragon. It uh, it drove me out of my hunting grounds. Me and my kittens had to flee, and uh, I tried to fight it off, but it slashed me across the wrist, and we haven't been able to eat properly since. There is no meat here. There is too many men about. It caught my kitten with its cold breath, and the." It, he won't wake up. We need the potion to make him better. I give uh, the manticore the potion. Okay, he uh, puts it in his mouth because he hasn't got any hand. <laughs> the rest of you, uh, we know Elf sneaking around behind us so he can stab it and kill it. What about Sengo? Are you walking forward or are you holding your position? I'm just standing out with a javelin staring at the bastard thinking you're fucking dick. Could have said that ages ago. <laughs> Is there anything else you want to say to this animal? Have you ever had a healing person in this snag? Say, kind of talking like this. Do you know where the dragon resides? In the night and somewhere. The mountain somewhere you see? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he points to the, the sword mountains above that, uh, that loom above you. Thank you. Does anybody have anything to add before off at Jolly Well Fox? No. Do not bother this midwife again. Ah. And it says, ah, and then takes off. 
uh, and then flies off. Hey, I'll put my short sword back in the sheath. Matt flies away holding the healing potion. Uh, she says, Well, uh, thanks for that, Chuck, but uh, what, who's going to pay us for that bloody healing potion? She said, I mean, Head man in town pay. I mean, to be honest, I were going to give you one anyway, but uh, I mean, since you uh, since you gave it to the Mandicore, I guess we can just call it quits for saving my life and what have you. She comes down and she unlocks the door. I'll hand her the letter and go, letter. She says, oh, um, she says, well, that's very, very nice, Chuck, but uh, unfortunately, I can't come back to town with you. Um, I need the millstone here to grind me ingredients to, to make the healing potions. I'm the only source of healing potions in the whole area. She says, I've never seen no dragon. I'll be fine, man. She said, what I will do, what I will do is I will write you a letter for the headman to tell him that you've came and you've given us a thing so you'll get paid. And then you can tell him, I've, I've only got five healing potions left now. If he wants another healing potions, he's going to have to put an order in, but I'll sell them for 50 gold pieces each. Duh, this is good. Um, I'll, while she's writing the letter, I will yank one of the spines out of the door. Right, so you yank a manticore spine out of the door? Yep. Uh, right, okay. Sengo, do you have anything to say to this young lady? While she's yanking that one, I'll kind of yank one out of my leg, mate. I do that, yes. I, I'll put... I'll, I'll lower him down to the floor, put me foot on his thigh and just Pull it straight out. He only lets out a small stoic grunt. As we all know, adventurers are all like, huh. meh, piss burn more. Big man balls, yeah. But luckily, you had temporary hit points, so you're not that badly injured. Rub dirt in, walk off. I'll have more. <laughs> Bandages up. Right, okay, I'm going to give her a medicine roll. It's a 10. Right, so she, she does bind you up. Uh, she cleans the wound out because uh, she's like, "Hey, Chuck, you know when you're um, when you're doing this uh, witchy knock for a living, like what I do, you l- you learn all about uh, boiling water and uh, cleaning wounds and bandaging. Uh, it, do- it doesn't even need stitches. The girls will love it. Love it. They will. There's nothing they like more than an elf with a few scars. Girls do not guys. me. She goes, "Just give me a second, Chuck. So I'll write you that letter out, and you can give it to the head man. Uh, do you want a cup of tea? I've got the kettle on." Yes. Yeah. Yes. Right. So she takes you inside. The tea would be pleasant. She takes you inside. You can see that she's got the big millstone set up, and there's boxes of dried herbs and things, and there's also herbs hanging from the ceiling drying. And she's obviously grinding. She says, "Well, if there's going to be a bloody dragon problem, then uh, I best get a shifty on with some of these, yeah, because otherwise, I think probably I'm going to have quite a rush on the old healing portions." Uh, unless you wish to do anything else, uh, I will consider the business concluded of Umbridge Hill. Is that correct? Yep. Go back to town. You go back to town. Yeah. Right. No bother. Everybody levels up. Da, 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 da. Thank you for listening to an Old Men Player podcast. Music is by Tony Liam and is used with his express permission. This is a Creative Commons licensed podcast, Sunrise Reserved. Mm-hmm.